0: Get Soulway
1: spaceman. Soulway spaceman. This is conspiracy. Say what? I'm Cameron. What? What? That is
2: I'm Allie.
0: And I'm Angel. And that is both of them. Today we are going over the Soulway Spaceman. Sounds can I, can I just say time movie. out? I didn't, I didn't like the way that you addressed the two of us. Is, that's the two of them. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. For real, why did you say that?
1: How do you want me? Do you want like more enthusiasm? You Your themselves?
0: spectacular co-hosts,
1: for one. Those are my spectacular co-hosts. For one, I'll let you figure out which one that is. Yeah, so we're talking about the Solway spaceman. Very funky, groovy man. He did disco. No, he didn't. Oh, I researched the wrong thing. We're talking about a famous photo. Uh, it is of a little girl in a dress
0: holding flowers.
1: It's adorable. Or is it?
2: Not really. Mm,
0: not really. She's she's.
2: She's got a bowl cut.
0: Yeah, and she's got a very, like hurry up and take the picture kind of face. What is it with all of the hosts that I have on both
1: podcasts that are just so mean to people?
2: Well, she's got an alien in the background. Um, you may have seen this photo. It's a, what they call a spaceman in the back because it kind of looks like a guy wearing a space suit. Um,
0: yeah. this was. It also kind of looks like if Betty White had her back to you and was scratching her ass.
2: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so this was in Berg Marsh in Solway Firth in Cumbria, England. I know what all those things mean and where they are. The date is May 23rd, 1964. So there's this guy, a retired fireman, Jim Templeton, who took three pictures, three pictures of his daughter, and the middle one came out to look like there was some sort of astronaut dude in the background. You can find this thing by searching Solway Spaceman, Solway Firth Spaceman, or Cumberland Spaceman. It's all the same thing.
0: Be warned, if you search Solway Spaceman or Solway First Spaceman, you might just end up with a music video on your hands.
2: Yes, by Slipknot, right?
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> the picture blew up once it was taken, and there's a
1: lot of weird reasons for that, but it is, it's is—it's one of the biggest photos in the conspiracy world, I guess, in the last, God, 60 years now, almost? It's been almost 60 years since this photo was taken. Yep. So, So... Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we're going to go over. If you haven't seen the photo, it's super easy to look up. You're also looking in the looking newsletter because it'll be in there. But going a little bit deeper, this creature, being, person, <laughs> blob, milkman, whatever you want to call it. Strangely uh,
0: muscular, for one. Yeah, very, see? Okay, so I'm not the only one who thinks it's muscular. If, if that's not back definition, then I don't know what is. That's what I think.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying is it looks like a very
0: muscular back certainly doesn 't look like pictures of uh templeton 's wife It actually does not look like
1: pictures of templeton's wife. It very much looks like like a young Arnie
0: yeah yeah <laughs> so anyway I can, I can get behind that
1: so this is a tall ripped alien uh <laughs> that has a goldish black and dark visor on like the face area, so they say. Which i have a problem with we'll talk about that in a minute uh and then a white top which they're calling the helmet over the visor and then the rest of it is just like pure white it's very very blown out there's little contrast in the photo uh at the back and it's very very just white uh it's actually weirdly blown out i will say because even this child isn't really blown out that much yeah it's kind of strange how blown out the person is but this comes from an area that supposedly had zero people in it which is where the conspiracy really starts is this was supposedly just a father a mother and a daughter no one else in this field that day so they
2: also decided to mention that they actually like they saw two people drive by in a car and that was like the only other life that they saw Yeah. So another weird thing is this is kind of like a big green field and there's normally like sheep and cows and cattle and things like roaming around out there, but this time on this day they were actually all huddled up on the far, like the furthest side of the marsh and it looks like, you know, like cattle huddles up when there's a storm or when there's something going wrong or if they're scared of something. And, um, I think we talked about this in Skinwalker Ranch, but this seems to be kind of a consistent thing with like alien or UFO sightings or even like cattle mutilation stories where usually directly before or the day before people notice that the cattle are all huddled away from where they normally are. So that is kind of a weird bit of this story. Not that it really goes more into it, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit strange. Another thing to note is that Templeton only saw the image in the background of the picture after he got the picture developed. Yeah. Um, on his camera, he was using a viewfinder, which uh, I know we have it a little bit later on the outline, but to give some context, the viewfinder limits like 70% of, of the view or sorry, only allows him to see 70% of what the camera actually sees. So um, we have a picture that I'm assuming is going to be included in the newsletter. Yes. We have a picture that's going to be included in the newsletter that'll kind of break down what he was able to see from his viewfinder as opposed to what came out in the final shot. But again, he didn't notice that anything was in the background of the picture until a chemist pointed it out. Uh, was the chemist like the guy who developed the yeah, picture? It was the,
2: the person that developed it. Yeah, it
0: was Maybe just a yeah, chemist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't notice that anything was in the background of the picture until uh, the chemist who developed the picture pointed it out and templeton actually took this picture to the police
1: yeah which is kind of where the story gets a little weird to me to be honest it's a little <laughs> like that he took
2: it to the police like it this was... is weird
0: yeah like like if <laughs> anybody's if anybody's trying to induce hysteria over something <laughs> if anything i wouldn't be surprised if you you know because it says he was a firefighter but he was also a an amateur photographer mm-hmm. you know he could have just been like damn that's a good-ass picture wanted to go show it off to you know some people maybe he had you know firemen and policemen have like an ongoing rivalry maybe that he went to like show it to a policeman who was also an amateur photographer and was like i see what i got
1: (laughs) i i think i have a feeling what his intention was was to see if the picture was doctored in any way by the chemist probably because he wouldn't i mean like he didn't believe that the person was there when he took the photo yeah. Between either it's doctored or there was someone there, he didn't see them, or it's a possible alien extra something being spaceman. Shows up, right? And that's and an astronaut. Yeah, it's, so it's it's really weird that he went to the police. I feel like that's why, but I never saw anything that said that. Yes. So I can't imagine
2: I did. Yeah, actually, um apparently, allegedly, the police then had the photo sent for analysis in Penrith. Oh, I see. Um, And also Kodak, once it came out in the papers and everything, um, Kodak got all into it too. And it was a Kodak film that he was using in the camera, which is why they were like, okay, let's see if we can do this
0: ourselves okay free publicity
2: exactly so kodak actually tried to duplicate this photo by using like double exposure or like other techniques uh, i guess they never really got it to work
0: yeah yeah they couldn't replicate it not nearly as defined as what was in the the final picture
2: it's not really opaque enough for it to be a double exposure yeah he's clearly in the same space as her
0: Or so it seems.
2: So Yeah. Kodak actually put out a reward (laughs) to anyone who could prove the photo was fake, but nobody ever was able to do that. Uh, The the quote is free film for life to anyone who could persuade the company of how the photograph came about.
0: That didn't age very well, even if they were successful.
2: (laughs) Free film for life. We better do this.
0: So Somebody in his, like, mid-40s is sitting in his room like, what am I going to do with all this film? <laughs>
1: there are still film
0: photographers, sir. <laughs> they still <laughs> okay. exist. Yeah, but the value of film is nowhere near what it was. <laughs> no.
2: So basically, Kodak actually vetted the camera, the film, and the photo. Nothing was weird about any of it.
0: So right.
2: The plot thickens!
1: Yeah, and this is where... So this is where the photo eventually blows up. Uh, Jim... Mr. Templeton here, he brings the photo to the press himself. So he's not like one of these cases where like we've talked about on the show with like Betty and Barney Hill where they were like, "No, please don't talk about us, but maybe do." Uh he was more of the definitely do persuasion. Like he wanted everyone to talk about this. He wanted everyone to know that he caught some weird like thing. I mean, like if you've if you've never seen the photo, which I doubt to be honest, you might not remember it, but you've probably seen it. Uh, it is just an it looks very normal when you look at it it's very innocent it's just a person standing behind another person it doesn't look like anything spectacular it's really just the story behind it so he takes it to the paper the paper takes it and runs with it because
2: yeah
0: slow news day i, I guess found a lot of newspaper
2: clippings too that i'll put in the newsletter if you haven't realized that i want you to read the newsletter then you do.
0: <laughs> newspaper and the newsletter <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, you're full of them today, Allie. It's like the newspaper, but it's digital and in letter form. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, talk it's about the Mibbies, scam.
1: Mibbies, what we love Mibbies on this show. We know all about them. They show up, do they do all kinds of things. I mean, love talking about them. It I mean, I
0: love Tommy Lee else. Jones.
1: How do you not love Tommy Lee Jones? So, you have to be like a demon or something. Anyway, talk about the Mibbies. The Mibbies show up. Supposedly, someone uh, phoned the house and asked if they could investigate things going on. Uh, They showed up in a black jaguar uh, in black suits. I like to think they both pulled up on black jaguars. Just the I mean,
2: you said it that way.
1: The actual animal. The actual animal. That would be pretty cool.
0: Like, all Um, of a sudden, instead of a car horn, you just hear. and then then the pedestrian like walking across the street is like ah shit you know and then both jaguars just run on either side of them yeah that's the image in my head anyways
1: but it was actually a car so it's unfortunate
0: uh they
1: only refer to themselves as number nine and number 11 so they supposedly don't refer to themselves by any name at all. Uh, they never really say who they're associated with.
2: Although something said that they did, and they just showed a thing that like literally just said "security."
1: What I read is that they were associated with
0: the government,
1: but he wasn't. He didn't remember who. But what, that
0: they told him they were government. What I read was that it came out that it was just a prank pulled. Hmm. It could have been. But I also tried to look for anything that would like prove that. And all I got was some pranksters went and visited his house. I never got anything concrete saying why it was a prank. And we all know my mistrust of the government goes far deep. I have an idea of who these might have been,
1: uh, but which I'll talk about here in just a minute. Uh but anyway, they apparently had like a lack of knowledge about the area. <laughs> they didn't know local names of the area, which again if they're Mibis. They Mivis, know how to pronounce them. They don't yeah, I mean, but if they're MIBIs, like if they're US MIBIs, then mm. there could be a reason for that. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think the men in black are contained to continental United States. I doubt they are, but essentially Jim kind of came to the idea that they aren't local people. And this is where they then ask him to show the, them the spot where he took the photo. Yeah, so, but
2: they drive him.
1: That's an, and that's a very important thing. So they take him or he takes them out to the spot, but they drive He gives them directions. Uh, They apparently asked a bunch of questions about the behavior of animals, the weather, all that kind of stuff. But this kind of abruptly ends. And based on the way he says it, it doesn't last very long out there in the field. They pretty quickly get to the question of like the actual being itself, which is where Templeton says that he didn't actually see the figure. He only saw it in the photo like everybody else.
2: This is my favorite part. This
1: is the best part is with this information, they just kind of leave.
2: They just nope out of there, like,
1: well, and they leave him there, which is five miles away from his home. So he just has to walk, which he does.
0: Which, if anything, I think it. That, I think that part of it kind of plays into the prankster idea because yeah. that's. I mean, the government are full of assholes, but if you're a Mibby, you don't really want to be noticed. Addressing each other as number nine and number eleven is kind of something that somebody wouldn't forget clearly since we're talking about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then to just leave the guy right in the middle of your quote-unquote active investigative scene it it just doesn't quite add up to me
1: i mean it it does sound kind of gang stalkery to me a little bit. Like you show up in pure black suits in a black car. You somehow can't pronounce the local names, even though you're looking into a local mystery and you take a guy out to the field. And as soon as he says, he didn't see the thing, you just drive away and leave him there five miles away from his home. Cause it sounds a little outlandish. I believe it actually happened. Uh, I don't think it was pranksters. I actually think it wasn't men in black either. I have a feeling it was probably ufo researchers probably amateur ufo researchers because we've discussed this in our men in black episode way back uh it's been known before that ufo researchers and enthusiasts will dress up like the men in black in like a cosplay form and kind of go out there and pretend like they are but it's not so much a prank as it is they are like cosplaying haphazardly cosplaying and slightly trying to be the men in
0: black Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it doesn't hurt that it feeds their own conspiracy either.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So at the end of the day, all they do is they add more fuel to that fire. So I have a feeling that's probably what they were, but I pranksters seems unlikely because I feel like they would have kept going. Well, and- I feel
2: like that the idea of it being a prankster comes from this the very last news article down there um where it says it was a joke but i think it means like it was a joke because it didn't get anywhere like this meeting was a joke yeah yeah um so maybe that's where that came from because he did say in this article like they show up and they have these like weird vague cards and then they just abandoned him in a field and he was like well what the fuck basically <laughs> yeah so i don't know but hey the men in black came yeah yeah that always makes a story more interesting. But then the next part is the weirdest part. So this area right next to um, next to where this happened, there next was to the marsh. Yeah, there's a missile test site for a top secret Cold War project called Operation Blue Streak.
1: Because the
0: government and they're blue. I don't yeah. know what their thing is. Blue with book, Benio- blue
2: streak, blue jay.
0: Sounds like the inverse of the flash or something. Yeah. The color was yellow.
1: Operation blue streak is kind of an interesting one. Uh, There's not really a lot of reason to have heard of it unless you've studied like the cold war, or if you have studied this in particular, uh, because it hasn't really done like a ton, but essentially what it was was a top secret cold war project that was being run by both the UK and the U S uh, as an attempt to kind of flank the Soviets with the nuclear missiles. So if the Soviets ever tried anything, they could fire missiles from way closer than the Soviets would expect and then have the advantage. Because, uh, you know, big advantage in a nuclear war when everybody's blown up. Huge. Huge. Huge advantage. You can all throw up your thumbs as you burn alive in nuclear or anyway. So what this whole project was, is they were going to build a bunch of secret silos all across the U S or all across the UK rather. And keep in mind, this is just like we're talking about an Island mostly is where they were going to build these. So eventually they kind of figure out that they can't just build a bunch of secret silos across the UK because they're going to run into people's farms into people's homes and suburbs. So in other words, everybody would have seen that they're building giant holes in the ground. It's kind of hard to miss that.
0: It's yeah, not, definitely not as easy as the U.S. Midwest.
2: There's <laughs> a lot of nothing in this country.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's a lot easier to have a
1: secret Dolce base, for instance, in the U.S. than it is in the U.K. I mean, like everyone would see them building that. So, so they figure out that this doesn't work. And they decide, okay, we're not going to do it. The U.S. backs out. And the U.K. would have backed out from the project, but then they thought, oh, we can use this to beat both the U.S. and the Soviets. Now that we have more technology because of the U.S., so they use the U.S. rockets technology uh, to further themselves in essentially the space satellite race. That's basically what this becomes. They started using it for testing, launching satellites into space. And then eventually moved their new uh, launches to Woomera, South Australia, because there is plenty of space in Australia. So...
2: Oh yeah, lots of nothing there too. Yeah.
1: And this whole project was going on throughout the 60s. And the first test of the project, the first real test, not on a test site, but like they were actually going to launch a real satellite, was in 1964, days after the Solway spaceman. I mean, literally days after... Not very long at all. Uh, So what they end up doing is they set it up, they're going to launch it, and then it is abruptly stopped. It is delayed because of a technician's call. A technician stops the program in the middle of the launch in order to get someone off of what he thinks is two figures on the launch pad. What he described as two white astronaut-like figures around the shuttle.
2: Yeah. So, but there are no photos of these men, and there were, you know, tapes of what was going on, but they're not on the tapes. Who knows why? Why that's the thing. Um, was the
0: technician looking through her camera lens? So he was watching monitors. Hmm. They had monitors
1: of the situation. So there is footage. It's not widely publicly distributed. It does exist, however, uh, according to one of the UFO, one of the ufologists. He says that it does exist. He says that it's not actually anything interesting in terms of what he was looking at. However, any footage that would exist is not going to be high quality either. So it's hard to say what that footage actually looks like. I found one photo that was from the launch site, but it was not the correct area. It was like higher up on the shuttle. So it's, it's hard to say yeah. what the guy was actually seeing. And we're talking like, I mean, they had tons of cameras looking at this because they're checking every aspect of the launch so it's hard to say what he saw but i mean we're talking about a technician who's been looking at this thing for days over and over and over again and maybe he just saw templeton's wife maybe now that
2: around out there
1: (laughs) that would be a different
0: conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) that's that's one for the private investigators that templeton hires but Oh, man. Um, so the yeah,
2: this is circulating in the papers at this point. And this technician actually sees the Solway Spaceman photo in the paper, and he claims that it looks exactly like the the beings that he saw walking around on the the landing the launch pad. And coincidentally, Around the same time that the story started blowing up about the Solway Spaceman and then they connected it to this launch thing with this project and then it was also claimed there was a UFO sighting in Woomera around this other launch site. So, chain reaction here, but there seems to be more than just this one photo going on.
0: Yeah, Australia's definitely got more than giant fucking spiders.
2: (laughs) They also have aliens.
0: They also have prisoners
2: this is a strange list of things spiders <laughs> aliens and
0: prisoners. I just, I just thought we were listing you know things that australia has oh actually side note one of the artists that i follow on instagram posted a picture and he's all come on down to australia where we have mothras i don't know if you guys have seen godzilla king of the monsters but yes. it was this huge i thought it was a spider but I don't know if it was its legs and really furry or what, but it it was gross looking. It looked like a a Mothra, but it was like the size of the dude's fucking hand. It was huge.
1: Anyway, talking about him calling Jim. Are we talking about that? What? Maybe he calls Jim.
0: Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hey, Jim. This is a technician from Australia. Hi, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, bud. So I saw a picture in the newspaper of your lovely daughter. Beautiful kid, by the way. Fake smile, but beautiful kid. She's fantastic. Thanks. Yeah, and, uh, she doesn't know how to smile for real. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. They learned that at a later age. It took me until I was at least 23, and I think I was drunk the first time I did it. That's besides okay. the point, mate. Anyways, um, yeah, so I saw this picture, and there was this image in the background. Um, can, I ask, can I ask you a personal question? Is your wife, like, strangely muscular? she is actually surprisingly ripped honestly. is she yeah okay well then i guess the point of this call is is over now uh, by the way everything good with with the relationship everything's you guys are happy no yeah. no issues yeah we're pretty we're pretty ah uh, okay okay well uh if you're ever not go ahead and feel free to keep my number give me a call back um and uh i forgot what what else did i call for
1: I don't I don't You said you were a technician from Australia?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, um so I saw these we were doing this top secret classified missile launch thing. I mean um experiment thing. Right. And, makes sense. Yeah. and we were in the middle of launching said missiles. I mean just doing said experiment. And then I had to cancel it because oh. Oh, because I saw these two figures fucking around my space station. I mean my uh um laboratory and they look right. just like what your wife looks like in that picture.:
1: That is so weird. That now is let me really tell you, weird.
0: I haven't seen your wife in at least 13 years. How old are? That your is crazy. I'm honestly <laughs> not sure.
2: <laughs> She's six.
0: Damn. <laughs> so the oh, end man. of the phone
2: call.) Wait, Angel, you didn't do your super fun, drunk Australian accent
0: I, the whole time. So I started doing it. And then once I announced that I was a technician from Australia, I was like, oh, shit, missed opportunity. And then I was like, it's too late for me to switch into the middle of it. But I did throw a mate in there. You did throw a mate.
1: You did, you did throw a mate. Yeah, so that's, that's probably roughly how the phone call went. Hard to say. There's no transcripts. So yeah. It's kind of yeah. difficult. Uh, we don't really know how the technician knew Jim's wife but they seem to have been acquainted.
2: But, you know, like the story goes so far, there was apparently an alien wandering around a field out there, and then there was an alien wandering around this missile launch site. So, Goddamn
1: aliens. It is really weird that there's two this time. It's kind of interesting. It's because one thing that one of the... uh, David Clark, who's a UFO author and ufologist, he said that the... That he looked at the footage and it looks more like a lens flare now he said it looks more like a l- lens flare than it does a person which i think is funny because it's not a person it's supposed to be two which means whatever he saw on the footage i actually don't think was the same moment because he didn't say he saw two lens flares he said he saw one and the technician specific thing is that he saw two people and it was enough for him to cancel the launch i doubt it was a lens flare because I'm pretty sure he's probably seen multiple lens flares. If you've ever seen a rocket launch, you've seen a lens flare. If you've ever seen a J.J. Abrams movie, you've been smacked with them over and
0: over again. you've seen far too many.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but I I think it's kind of interesting uh, that an entire rocket launch was stopped. I mean, that would be crazy today. Like, can you imagine hearing that a rocket is stopped completely just because someone sees two men?
0: Yeah, that technician would have cost that company millions and millions of dollars. Right,
1: and you don't hear about like some scandal where it's like they fired him or anything like that. I mean, like he's around for the next launch or for the actual continued launch later on. So, I mean, that's I don't know. That's no small that's no small thing. It costs a lot of money to launch a rocket. It's no joke. Uh, Also, it was a top secret program at the time, so also not a big. Great thing for him to be calling someone and being like, "Hey, I saw two astronauts at this top secret uh, thing." <laughs> like it's it's really weird. It matches yours. Laboratory, laboratory. I thought you portrayed that great. I thought I thought you did a great job.
0: Yeah, I thought that I did too. Killed it. Um, <laughs> the only the only thing that would have made it better was the accent.
1: True, that would have made it better. Maybe not I'm for Australian people.
0: Um, no, absolutely not. But for the yeah. sake of the podcast and like. True. Continuity and consistency, absolutely. I
1: don't know if we have any listeners from Australia. We do. Uh, we probably do. not anymore.
0: There's a lot this month. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Now no, I really missed it. Angel doesn't apologize, but I do. So I don't apologize. apologize at all. Actually, I do have a request. If you're from Australia and you're listening, please send me your best impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. And and we'll have a fuck ton of fun with it, please.
2: Oh, my God. We'll send you free buttons. Anybody from Australia, please tweet me your audio.
1: How expensive is it to send buttons to Australia? I don't care. They do I don't they know.
0: One. I don't know, but it'll be worth it. That's got to be, like, at least $30. Fuck it. It's worth it.
1: We'll look it up later. We don't need to we look it up We can split now. it. We could split it between the three of us, I guess. That's only fair. 10. uh
0: only I, I only have to pay, like, what, one ninth? Because I'm only the seventh co-host you're one-third of this episode and a hundred percent of
1: what they're (laughs) making fun of so
0: (laughs) isn't that payment enough
1: oh man you know what that is actually pretty good payment uh i will say so eventually the story kind of blew up and it became someone saw a ufo at the rocket launch, uh, it did kind of turn into that. So then people were just going crazy because a UFO was seen in Womera around the time of the rocket launch. It was not a UFO. However, it was two people, which I actually think is weirder. Like, I think it's more strange that it is two people standing at the bottom of a rocket. I think it's very interesting. Honestly, that's kind of weirdly where the story kind of dead ends for a very long time. It doesn't really go anywhere because it's hard to
0: take this anywhere. At least like the part of the story that, is somewhat backed up by fact
1: right yeah no, absolutely it,
0: it continued to evolve but i think more in the spirit of like hey did you hear like like a game of telephone you know you hear from one person and it yeah. gets to the end of the line it's totally warped um that that would be my description of it
2: yeah so there's a there's a lot of great theories for what this this being is other than alien one of them is a time traveler yes that one seems to be pretty consistent. It doesn't really also seem to go much into it. It just is like this person's a time traveler that appears. I
0: mean, there's only so much you can <laughs> say about a time traveler that hasn't already been said in the time traveler's wife. So I have a theory about the time traveler thing. The what? Do you want me to say it now? Sure. I'm not surprised whatsoever. I yeah. let's let's dig down this rabbit hole. You're so, late, you're late for a very important date.
1: This is something that we have later in our notes, but I guess I want to go ahead and bring it up now. So there is something that's, that I'm glad other people seem to have noticed that some of the people in the conspiracy community don't ever talk about, which is that uh, the figure looks to be standing backwards, mm-hmm. right? Well,
2: with the elbow position.
1: Right, with the elbow position, it would have to be standing backwards. So why is the visor on the back? Yeah. Simple, guys. So time travelers as they go through time, they don't actually get to stay in those places. They're actually not physically, technically there. They only show up for brief moments, which would be why two time travelers would be able to show up at the bottom of a rocket and not get injured, because they're not actually physically, technically there, but they also cannot look forward because they're going back. It would drive them crazy. It wouldn't work, so it would make you go mad. So what they do is they look through visors that actually go behind them, which is why they're viewing from
2: the back like some tenant
1: bullshit it is like some tenant bullshit
0: (laughs) yeah i i don't know about that one yeah i think it's i think it's more of like the time traveler as he was traveling ran into the devil who like took over his body and then now an exorcism was being performed at the time of this photo you
1: know what i think for the first time mine makes more sense (laughs) i think i think (laughs)
0: I don't think yours makes more sense. I think they're equally insensible. Okay, how
1: about this? Have you ever seen Spaceballs? Mm, no. What? Ha. Anyway, in Spaceballs, they try and use a teleporter, and it teleports his body on or his head on backwards. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe the time traveler just...
0: So you just up. admitted that your entire theory is based on a comedic movie?
1: No, my theory was based the on early- something else. Uh, if I want to go with the Spaceball theories, theory though, that was what in the eighties, I think. Then that's also fun. That it's just a guy with his head on backwards.
0: Yeah, could be, or and bear with me here. Aliens, could their be. anatomy could be totally different than ours. Maybe their yeah. elbows do function in a backwards position. Maybe that's why when the, you see a human encountering aliens. The, the leader of the aliens is always standing with his hands behind his back. It's not because he's royalty. No, it's because that's his natural position.
1: That would make sense. Actually, I'm not against that at all. I'm not, I'm definitely not against that.
0: So what
2: if it's a ghost?
1: Could be a ghost though. That one's kind of a fun one. People are like, you know what? No, she's just able to channel. Well,
2: it kind of Geist reminds me of, um,
1: of the polter variety.
2: insidious. You know, mm, where yeah. you take the picture of the dad, and he's always got that old woman in the background, but you can't ever yeah. see her other than in the photos. Yeah, maybe it's like that. She just channels like some weird, extra muscular white dude.
0: <laughs> Could be. I mean, hey, fuck it. For if we're, if we're throwing things out there, why not?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> now there's some fun uh, speculations from people that are were surrounding this case i guess
0: more of like i guess like debunking attempts um there was an investigating police officer who noted that there had been reports of hot weather mirages on the solway marsh and (laughs) made like a reference to some kind of meteorological distortion Mm
2: -hmm. he was like what if the heat did it just put a guy In the background of a photo, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, now mind you, the the impression I get from like hot weather mirages is like when you're driving down a long empty road and the road kind of looks like it's like swimming in front of you. Or like Um, it's just water. Yeah, I've never really seen that replicated in a photo necessarily.
2: No, and I've also never seen an entire ass person standing there in the heat. (laughs) That's not actually there. So
0: about that one. He must have been sipping on the cactus juice or something. Yeah,
1: to to say that it was a mirage would be... I think that's almost more outlandish than like a time traveler or an alien, to be honest. It'd be pretty impressive for a mirage. Okay,
2: but like, what about this next one? Japan gets involved.
0: Fucking Japan.
2: Some Japanese scientists said that it might have been a projected hologram from the Chapel Cross nuclear plant, which was across the water. And I guess... I don't know what it's projecting onto.
0: Yeah, I I also feel like why do we still not see that technology? Technology is oppression.
2: <laughs> but uh, nobody was wearing a white protective suit anywhere on that entire stretch of land that day.
0: Also, yeah. though, why would you take your daughter and wife to the marsh next to the nuclear plant just for a photo shoot?
1: It is actually kind of weird, though. I mean, there is, like, legitimately supposedly cooling towers for a nuclear plant over there. It's
0: like, not far. Alert. Yeah. It sounds like something out of The Simpsons. Like, that sounds totally... <laughs> it does, absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. ...like something that they would do.
2: I mean, yeah, those that said nuclear plant, uh, they produce weapons-grade plutonium there. So that's fun. Maybe they were uh, all sipping on that cactus juice.
0: <laughs> yeah. just uh, Aw. You look so cute, you know, hold these flowers, pose, lean up again. Pretend like you're lifting the nuclear towers <laughs> next to you. you know?
2: There's actually um, somebody zoomed in and pointed out where the towers were. So also going to be in the newsletter. Um, in the what? In the newsletter.
1: We have a newsletter? Yeah. Sign up for that.
0: <laughs> Holy crapola.
2: Now, my favorite theory, if, if you can even call it a theory. Apparently police suggested that it could have been a streaker that for some reason nobody saw. And Oh,
0: and my favorite response, go ahead, tell them.
2: <laughs> Jim's wife just went, I think I would have noticed a naked man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why did you give that technician in Australia a call? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thirteen years.
0: How old's your daughter again?
2: Yeah, I think, oh, I did see one additional theory where apparently this is a hint that we are living in a simulation because it glitched and placed another person in the photo. Again, not really anything more to substantiate that, but...
0: Um, Excuse me, they made like a whole trilogy about it. The -hmm. Matrix.
2: It was all based off of this photo. (laughs) I see a bonus is being typed in. Are you going to say it?
0: So,
1: oh, there's a picture. Let's have a little bit of fun. Here's a bonus for you guys. Uh, let's update you real quick just on the spaceman because there hasn't been much. We just talked about kind of all the theories people have. I will I do want to say real quick, a lot of people say that this is easily debunked. It's not. It's 100% one of the hardest things to debunk I've seen because there's just not enough information. There's, there's not enough no witness. witnesses
2: of the actual photo. The guy. photo
1: is not tampered with. It's been proven by everyone that the photo is not tampered with. Mm-hmm. So at this point you kind of just got to go with that. Uh, but it's like, I saw everything I looked up. People were like, it's been debunked. You can't debunk it because unfortunately, unless you were literally there, you can only come up with theories. So no matter what side of the spectrum you're on here, whether you're a conspiracist or not theories, that's all you get. You don't get anything more than that, but let's talk about the updated thing. Uh, so in 2018, someone did supposedly see the spaceman, In Scotland, it's being compared to the Solway Spaceman. It is a photo of an astronaut-looking person on a bridge. And just like the Solway Spaceman, the photographer claims there was nobody on the bridge when he took the photo. So it is kind of a similar vibe, exactly, to what we have seen with the Solway spaceman. So it's like kind of an updated version of it. So it hasn't necessarily gone away. Again, this thing's lasted like however long it's lasted. 60-ish years. 60-ish years now. 60 years in 2024. It'll have been 60 years. So kind of crazy, kind of interesting that we're seeing a similar thing going on. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about it a lot because there's not a lot of information <laughs> on it. But
0: not, not even to mention the fact that somebody had allegedly tried to debunk it in 2014 only for a couple of years later with this, this image that we were just talking about to pop up yeah
1: and this image is kind of interesting to me because it does kind of look like it's got a similar vibe to the slowly spaceman but it looks way more like robotic when it's zoomed in i uh, will also put this in the newsletter just because it is kind of interesting to see them side by side but it definitely looks like whatever it is is there but I haven't seen that this one has had like full analysis like the Solway one has. So yeah. it's hard to say, but it is definitely interesting. That's kind yeah. of a bonus one. Um, so kind of going to the conclusions, though, we talked about the whole idea that he couldn't have seen the full frame, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because looking through the, the viewfinder, it actually cuts out a lot of what you get on the actual image. Right. So, I mean, if there was something standing there, it would have cut out the whole figure so
0: yeah a a good majority of it at least
2: yeah and so technically he really wouldn't have seen the figure if it was there if he was just sitting there staring into the camera but it's hard to say how long he was looking into the camera and how quickly said figure would have moved in and out of his actual range of vision so it's not really a debunking with that one either yeah um there is a second photo of what looks like the the girl and then there's a woman in a blue dress next to her that is the wife and there's like some like a little bit of reflection it looks like kind of in the bottom left corner but i mean it's so faint it looks more like like you said like a lens flare or something Mm -hmm. and so it's not even it's not even solid enough to be anything whereas the person in the background is clearly like something
0: yeah and i do want to point out the fact too that like they had mentioned that his wife had looked kind of blown out in images of her from the day. Mm. But if you look at this picture that includes like the wife off to the side, she doesn't look nearly the way the quote unquote astronaut looks like in the background of the other photo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, you can see the color of her dress. You can see all the wrinkles in her dress. You can see where the dress ends on her arm i mean
1: there's also a big bow in the back of the dress and i'm pretty sure if she was actually standing back there you'd be able to see the bow on
0: the other photo not just that but it's it's a sleeveless dress and the arm into the shoulder area of the person behind his daughter it it doesn't look like there's any really defining separation there
1: yeah Mm -mm, no yeah it's very smooth by comparison
0: yeah yeah there's a lot of people that claim it's the mom yeah, not to mention she does, She looks nothing like a young Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> no, she does not. Uh, also, also not to mention uh, her arms are a lot thinner than the person's in the back, which I think is kind of interesting because we see her in one photo. Her arms are definitely thinner than in the other photo. Yeah. And that other photo is at a distance, too. So if her arms are thinner up close, then her arms are definitely thinner from a distance. Well,
2: that is one thing that Jim was saying, is my wife is a lot more slim than the being in that photo.
1: <laughs> yeah. Again, this is a young Arnie. That's who this is. I mean, it's a <laughs> thick person. It's pretty fucking ripped. Yeah, but uh, one thing that's also kind of interesting is nobody seems to care that the wife is like, I wasn't in the photo. because she was staying behind him. Everyone's like, maybe Jim just didn't see her walk behind the girl. But the wife never says that she walks behind the girl. She's, she sticks with the story that she was standing behind him for that photo, which means she probably didn't walk in front I mean, like, if your whole idea of debunking it is just saying that she's lying, it's kind of a weird point to make. It's it's a weird route to take there. It's possible, I guess, but I doubt it. And also, for him to see her behind him, I mean, she probably would have had to have run in front of the viewfinder when he's trying to take the photo. Yeah. And then run back, which, I don't know. It seems kind of odd, but...
2: Yeah, I already talked about the elbow.
1: Yeah, the elbow is an obvious one. I mean, like, it's obvious that... the whatever this is, seems to be like for a human perspective, standing backwards, which is kind of weird, which means if the wife was back there, she would have been standing facing the other direction, not looking at her child. So then the question would be like, what was she looking at? Which is also kind of interesting. Uh, And then there's also, there is one thing I want to bring up that I didn't see a lot of people bring up. But one thing that I think is kind of important with the technician, whether or not you believe the technician's story, whatever. I mean, a space shuttle launch was canceled regardless. And it was for the reason of seeing two people supposedly on the landing pad, but uh, it is interesting that the newspaper probably would have shown up first, which means there's a good chance the technician might have been inspired a bit by the newspaper and what he saw. And if he had just read about the spaceman and had seen the picture, I will say there's a possibility that if he saw a lens flare or something, Aliens. that it could have looked like it. But the only way I think that would have happened is smoke plus lens flare because that would look like a person and it can easily look like a person. I know that from like a photography perspective, you can make that look like a person. So if you're watching grainy 60s live footage of your shuttle and you have smoke and a lens flare, it could look like two people. It is weird that it's two people specifically dressed the same way. You would think that like one would have been misshapen compared to the other. So that is kind of odd. But that's the only other thing that I saw that could possibly debunk this. Again, that you can't debunk this. There's no such thing as debunking this. Like, even if you don't want to believe it, that's
0: fine. But it can't really be debunked.
1: So, yeah. I mean, so with respect to that, what do you guys believe?
0: Um, All I have to say is, I now think that Interstellar was based on a true story. Matthew McConaughey did. An inspiring rendition of Mr. Cumberbatch astronaut here. And I, for one, am fully behind astronauts reaching a different dimension. Got it. So,
1: interdimensional astronaut? Is that what you're going with? Yep. Yep.
2: I really honestly don't know. I don't really have anything that I want to pin on this. So, I was going to go with I have no clue, but it is like, I don't know. I guess it could be the guy was trying to get his story out there and was all like, no, I definitely didn't see it, but you really can't say because he just stuck with the story until he died in 2011. So yep. Cam, what do you think?
1: I think, I think it's really hard to say. I do think there's aspects of this that look like the wife. However, I think there's too much of this that doesn't look like the wife standing backwards. The, there's so many things that like beg the question of why too, if she's standing there, like why did she walk around the camera? Why did it take him so long to take that photo? If that's the case, Uh, she's pretty far back there, if that's true, too. So why did it take her so long to get that far back? Or, like, why did he take so long to take that picture when she walked all the way back there? And I also think there's a strong possibility that there may have been someone else in the park that day and that they might just not have remembered. As, like, people we've seen with, like, witness stories, a lot of times people don't recognize important things. They don't recognize that, like, people are there, that birds are in trees, because... You're not really looking out for that all the time because you see people every day.
0: I mean, to be fair, I, I know that this figure is pretty far back, but it's also pretty fucking close for it to be like a whole separate person. Yeah. And yeah. if the wife is behind you as you're taking the picture, she should at least see. So I, I don't know. Also, why does the wife look like Zach Efron wearing an astronaut helmet and a white hoodie? Like...
1: No, it's true, though. I mean, like, or like a beekeeper. It's also kind of what this looks like. Well,
2: yeah, that is one thing that I saw notice, or I saw other people noticed, is it kind of looks like there might be like a hood or something back there, but her dress doesn't have that. And you can see enough of the back of her dress in that second photo to see that it's just, just a flat backing. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to say is there's a possibility, I didn't see this anywhere, but I've heard of this happening, there's a possibility that what he got was a uh, messed up film in his camera and that this is a previous exposure from the film.
2: Now they said they tested the film and it wasn't. You three. can yeah, test the
1: film, but it, doesn't, it won't necessarily prove that. If the negative itself is previously exposed, you won't necessarily know, not if it's slight. And this is super blown out, which means it could have just been something on the film. But I know what they said. I've seen other cases where that has happened and they've been able to prove it later on with like who accidentally exposed it, but it could have been something through the filmmaking process. It's a possibility. It's a very slim possibility. Well, yeah. I
2: mean, it doesn't go over her face either.
1: Like a double. exposure. It wouldn't right? would need to Her. She's stronger in this photo than whatever that is. That's obviously blowing out. So whatever it is, it's a lot weaker in the photo than she is because she's not blowing out and her. I mean, she, I would say that if like, that's a white person in the background, they're not any whiter than she is. We've seen her in the other photo. But I'm, I'm saying it's a very slim chance. It's a very, very slim chance. I've just heard of that happening before. Uh, it's just an accidental double exposure. But it still I mean, doesn't fully answer it.
0: It, it says in the uh, news article that we have here that they tested it and the film company says there's no possibility the film had been exposed before it reached me.
1: Yeah, I know the film company says that. But it accidental exposure is something that happens on film it's why you get like messed up film dirty film sometimes people just don't pay enough attention to what's going on or they mess it up and it happens but i mean like i said i don't think that's necessarily what it is either i honestly just kind of don't know on this one i honestly just don't i mean like i like the idea of interdimensional time traveler i think that's fun like i think it's a fun idea that Maybe what we're seeing is something that's just like a brief glimpse in time. Just something moving through.
2: I kind of wish we could see more of the wife yeah. as she was in the day. So maybe you could see more of what's going on.
1: But I tried to look her up and it's really hard to find anything about her. Yeah. I found later photos of her.
2: Well, yeah, there's some photos of her older holding the picture, but like it wasn't at the time. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all we got for this yeah this has been a conspiracy what theory (laughs) yeah
0: real strong conclusion thank
2: you (laughs) well you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at conspiracy what you can subscribe to the newsletter to get all of these nice pictures and you can also view all of our past ones um yeah and also you can find us on goodreads i am Pretty sure there's no books involved with this topic, but there, there is. Wait, really?
1: Yes, there is indeed. There is uh, a Solway Space. There's Man a whole book? book? Yep. We really
2: get an hour out of this. It's
1: yeah, <laughs> it's not gonna have a lot in it, I am willing to bet. It, but it, it like I did find it earlier. What's it called? Solway Firth Spaceman ebook by Justin Tully.
2: Alright, well I'll put that on the Goodreads then. <laughs>
0: It's a story about a
1: man taking a photograph of his daughter in May of 1964.
2: Is it fiction?
0: That just sounds like an award-winning description.
2: Thank you for telling me basically the whole story.
0: It is only 60 pages, to be fair. So
1: it is probably the entire story. I'm
2: surprised they can get that much.
1: I'm not. With pictures and all kinds of stuff, you can probably get 60 pages out of that. Stretch it. Anyway, there's one book on it, so we will put that on there. Feel free to look at that. Uh, Let us know what you think about the spaceman take a look at this spaceman of scotland as well kind of looks like a robot to me but it's kind of an interesting picture and let us know if you have any interesting conspiracies that you know about or maybe ones that you've been involved with that do go i want to say beyond like i think i saw a weird shadow once we need a little bit more than that uh otherwise we kind of can't do a full episode on that. but (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you have any interesting evidence out there, you find the entry, any interesting videos, totally want to see those. I'm always watching that kind of stuff anyway. So yeah, I've been Cameron.
2: I'm still Ellie.
1: Still Ellie. I'm currently Angel. He is currently Angel. Uh, for all of our other hosts, there are so many of them. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and remember
0: to always stay stitches.
2: Get your wife out of the damn photo. Yeah.
0: yeah. Get her back to Australia where she belongs. Yeah. <laughs> With her technician love.
1: That sounds like a dime store romance novel.
0: It was a forbidden love. Forbidden, but lovely. I don't know. You told me to keep going. That was it. I was going to stop at forbidden love. Oh. It was a forbidden love, mate. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the end.
2: That's
0: it. I, I'm, I'm no longer Angel. I'm done with him.